to the Be Light Podcast, where we discuss letting go of the mess, being the light God calls us to be, and not only being the light, but actually feeling light as we release it all and experience the unsurpassing joy of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you leave feeling encouraged and a little lighter. Hey, Mom. How you doing over there? I'm doing good. I'm not laughing anymore. That's good. <laughs> we're pulling it together. Being yeah, a little more tr- mature. We're trying. <laughs> well, my name is Amber, and I'm sitting here with my mom, Lynn, and we are the Be Light Podcast. So before even going into introducing ourselves and telling you more about who we are, we wanted to share why we are the Be Light Podcast. So when you think of being light, you may think of the latest diet trend. But when God talks about being light, he is referring to releasing it all. The burdens, the fears, and the worries. Praising Him and experiencing the lightness, the joy that only He is able to give us. So our hope for you is that through what God is showing us, you will feel a little lighter as we laugh together and learn about His love through His Word. I couldn't agree more, Amber. And the verse that we're talking about specifically is Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 Jesus tells us, Come to me. All who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And as Amber said, there is so much stuff going on in the world. We have lots of burdens, lots of us have anxieties, daily worries, things that we just cannot get off our minds. And Jesus said, yeah, but that's why I'm here, okay? I'm telling you, give it to me. And the more we give up, the more we receive him. It's sort of like a glass and you've got debris in it. Well, or you've got obstructions. So the more you take out and the more you clear out, the more you can actually put in the glass what you want that will really fill you up. And that's what Jesus is. He's saying, I'm here. So when we are light and we do give it up to God, he starts allowing us to see the world and our lives through his lens, through his perspective, through his love. And he lightens our load. And when we are lightened from the burdens of the world, that is when his light starts shining right through us. So we are lightened and we are the light. And that is what the world desperately needs to see. And that is what we hope this podcast is all about. Yeah, it's so important that whenever, you know, you're in a situation that you want to feel lighthearted, you want to be that levity uh, in the room, and God calls us to be a light to others. So that's what our podcast is going to be all about. Um, So going from there, we'd like to go ahead and introduce ourselves a little more to you. My name is Amber, like I said. I am a stay-at-home mom of three girls, ages 9, 7, and 2. I'm a part-time photographer when I can actually squeeze it in. My husband and I have been married for 13 amazing years, and we live in Ohio, but more on that story later. Uh, Before staying at home, I received a degree in elementary and special education. I jumped into teaching, and soon after, I was pregnant with my first little girl. And from then on, I stayed at home, and since then, I've had two more girls. God has very clearly led us into a season of homeschooling, which looking back now, I believe that's actually the reason I got the degree that I did. I was real undecided for a long time took me a while in college to figure out what I wanted to do, but once I prayed about it and let it go, God directed me towards education. Now we are homeschooling and looking 
through it and thinking about it like it was something that I never expected us doing until I met some really special people uh, while we were in Tennessee that showed me how great homeschooling could be. So um, what about you, Mom? Well, I am 64, and I became a Christian when I was in high school, kind of twice. In my freshman year, I met two friends who talked a lot about the Lord and the Holy Spirit, and I was very interested. And then they asked me to go to a Christian camp in the summer. And the last night of camp, they asked people to receive Christ, and I did that. Um, but unfortunately, after that, my family and I moved two weeks after that experience, and I moved from Northern California to Southern California, and I kind of lost contact with God. I read through the four Gospels, but I had no encouragement. I had no fellowship. I just didn't really know where to go from there. And I had no driver's license to take me anywhere. But through the next couple of years, and when I became a senior, I met two more friends. And one evening, they drove up to my house and said, we're going to a Bible study. Do you want to join us? Yes, I did. So I went, and very shortly after that, a few more times that I'd gone, I asked Christ into my life again, almost forgetting that I had done it once before. But what's really cool is that as a little bit of time passed, I started reflecting back in my freshman year, and I realized I had done it before, but I just wasn't sure I'd asked Christ into my life. But I remembered having a going away party with my friends, and they... Um, they had given me gifts, and so I filtered through some of those memorabilia that I had kept, seeing if there was any trace of me asking Jesus into my life, and there was. I saw little notes from them telling me about my receiving Christ, and it really meant a lot to me. And then I remembered Christ saying that he leaves the 99 to go get the one, and I really believe that he left the quote-unquote 99 to get me the one. And um, it has been a wonderful journey. Uh, I've been married for 37 years this month in July. And I have one child, and that is Amber. And I also have three grandchildren and a wonderful son-in-law. I was born in Nebraska, but only lived there for three months. Then we moved to Texas till I was about six. Then we moved on to California, lived with my family till I was 23, and moved back to Texas in an entirely different area, and that is when I met my husband a few years after that. But this has been a wonderful journey, and I'm very excited to be on this podcast, and it's going to be just really fun to do this with Amber. And then also, I didn't uh, touch on this earlier, but Mom, how old was I when I started asking questions about God? Three. So around like three or four, probably, I was asking detailed questions to my mom. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of that, because my mom was such a, just a powerful influence on me early on, just had scripture for me and scripture cards that she would read to me um, throughout the day. Even, I mean, just, I'm sure even when I was probably one or two, I mean, you know, she's <laughs> reading scripture over me and praying over me and praying before I was even born um, for me to have a relationship with Christ. And so, you know, around that age of three or four, I was already asking different questions. And then I was probably in second grade. We were at church and singing um, some of the hymns. And I remember them doing the altar call and asking if anyone wanted to accept Christ to come on up. And I just knew. Like, I just 
started walking up there. My mom said, what, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going up there. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and I accepted Christ and was baptized soon after that. And since then, I've continued my relationship with Christ. There's been ups and downs like everyone has and and moments of doubt, but then also moments of just just truly feeling his presence in different situations. And it's been really amazing to see and to learn more about him. And especially over these last probably 10 to 15 years, probably, I've really uh, grown more and understood more of his will. And I'm just excited to see the more I'll learn in the coming years, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mom, how did you feel whenever I first asked you if you wanted to do a podcast? Well, to be honest, I wasn't like gung-ho. I just thought, oh my goodness, that's a big commitment and so and so forth. I think Mom was kind of like, what, what's a podcast? Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we started, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's about right. But I thought, you know, that's just a big commitment. I don't even really know what it is. But I will say this. Throughout my walk with Christ... God's impressed it upon my heart to share the lessons he teaches me with others. And I've done it through cards and phone calls, prayers, conversations, and now Facebook. Yes, I can do Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, But the thing is, I've been having a little tug on my heart for the last few years that I should expand, you know, my sharing of the things that God teaches me. And this might be it. Um, We'll see how it goes. (laughs) But honestly, I am excited now because I do believe that when God teaches us things, He doesn't teach us just for ourselves. He expects us to share what we have gleaned from Him so to make life easier for others. And maybe our experiences can hedge them off that they don't have to maybe go through some of the burdens we've gone through or we can lighten their load That's what it's all about. Jesus said whenever he did anything for anyone, he always left them with the message, just go tell people what I've done for you. Makes it pretty simple. And that's actually what we were talking about is how we're not experts um, at all. But like my mom said, we are called to share how God has worked in our lives. And through that, that's how you build that community of believers that is the church that Jesus referred to. Mm -hmm. It's fellowshipping in that way. Um, So we really hope that this podcast is something that you can dial into, listen to. It'll be a way to just lighten your load. I agree. And I tell you what, what's, uh, I've got a verse that really kind of, for me personally, sums this up for today. And it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When I was a new Christian, when I read this verse, I didn't see it quite accurately. When it said to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, I thought that everything that happened to me was God's will. Good and bad. Everything. That was a very martyrdom, if that's the right way to say it, way of looking at life. And it kind of made me afraid all the time. It's like, okay, I need to be thankful. I need to be thankful. And then as time passed and my relationship grew in the Lord, I saw this verse entirely differently. When God tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, 
for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. His will for me in Christ Jesus is to give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't mean that everything that happens to us is from God. We live in a very sinful world. There are a lot of things that happen to us that are not God's will. But we are subject to be onslaughted by sin, by people gossiping about us, painful relationships, our children hurting our feelings, our colleagues, we feel like we're being stabbed in the back, we get upset at people driving by and we don't like the way they're driving, just whatever. It doesn't matter. It's tough. But when we can give thanks right then in that circumstance, we are saying immediately, I choose faith. I choose to look at God instead of my present circumstance, instead of the bad driver in front of me, instead of the colleague who hurt my feelings, instead of the argument I might have had with Amber. I give thanks. And that is when the doors start opening. That's when I take myself out of it and let God get back in control. And when I'm saying, God, you're bigger than this. You're bigger than this circumstance. You're bigger than these people. You're definitely bigger than me. And when I do that, that is when I find my freedom. I can rejoice. Rejoicing is a choice. It's not a feeling, folks. It is not a feeling. Rejoicing is a choice. Rejoicing is, okay, I may not like what's happening here, but I rejoice because you see the whole picture, God. You see the beginning to the end. I only see this moment in time. So I want to rejoice. I'm going to pray continually. This keeps my mind and my relationship wide open with you 24-7. And because I can rejoice and because I choose to pray, I can give thanks in all circumstances. And this is God's will for me and you in Christ Jesus. And this is how we lighten our load and become the light of Christ. It is. It's just all about um, being light and having that peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. I always refer back to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on on your own understanding and all your ways submit to Him and He will make your path straight. And part of making your path straight um, in that process is when you start feeling a little lighter. You feel start feeling that levity. You don't feel that just heaviness that we can tend to feel in this world because we do live in a sin-filled world. So you feel that heaviness um, and through Christ and just letting it go and releasing those burdens um, onto Him like He tells us to do, that's when we start feeling a little lighter and we're able to become a light to others. And that's what He's called us to do to begin with. Exactly. Next week in our podcast, we are going to continue talking about um, the First Thessalonians verse my mom referenced and talking more about finding peace and joy in crazy circumstances and crazy chaotic times. Well, that's right. And how to do that. It's, it's a struggle sometimes, and we have some good stories for you to share. <laughs> so um, we look forward to um, having that time with you. So we will talk to you soon. Have a good week and be light. light.